Welcome to Proverbs 31 by Design. My name is Tina Heisman. I help Christian women who are struggling with the overwhelm of trying to balance being a wife, mother, and career woman. When they work with me, they discover how to create their own unique level of balance so they can finally experience the joy, passion, success, and fulfillment that they are seeking in life. So, okay, it's June. And this month on the podcast, we're focusing on educating all of us women about our husbands, right? About what makes them tick. What do they need in a relationship? What are they thinking? Why do they do and say some of the things that they do? Why are they bothered by things that don't bother us, right? We're cracking the guy code this month. And today, I have for you what I believe is the most helpful podcast I have probably ever recorded. It is going to be awesome. But before we get started, I want to let you know that I have a free private Proverbs 31 community on Facebook where you can come to get inspiration for your life. Search Proverbs 31 by design in the Facebook search bar. Also, I have created a free download for you. It's called The Ultimate Guide to Guilt-Free Self-Care. It's a guide to help you take care of yourself in mind, body, and spirit so that you can feel like your best self every day. So visit my website, tinaheisman.com, to download it. Okay, let's dive in and talk about how to bridge the respect gap in your marriage. All right, let me just start with three quick facts. Fact number one, men need respect. Fact number two, this need is wired into them by God. Fact number three is your proof. Ephesians 5.33 says, However, each one of you also must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. So you see, God gave us these words. He gave us this concept that men need respect and women need love. So here is one more fact. Because you probably don't realize you have a respect gap in your marriage. Because... Women do not understand what respect looks like to men, at least not initially when they first get married. It's not until you go through many years of trials and tribulations till you start to figure it out. But I want to make it faster and easier for you. So we're going to do that today. And so we're going to start by sharing with you what your husband means by respect so that you can have more connection in your marriage and fewer conflicts. Okay, so listen, I'm going to give you the details directly and quickly today. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. And after I give you the details, then I'll give you a couple of stories to try and illustrate. And you might think of some of your own as well. So honestly, you might want to take a couple of notes on this one because I'm going to give you some pretty specifics. Are you ready? Okay, it's pretty specific. Men feel disrespected when we criticize them interrupt them, contradict them, try to teach them something, point out a mistake they made, or try to help them. Let me just repeat that for you. Men feel disrespected when we criticize, interrupt, contradict, teach, point out mistakes, or help. And all of this, all of these things, their hurt is magnified if we do any of those things in front of other people. It's really important. Now, the way that you know that you have done one of those things, criticized, interrupted, contradicted, 
How you know that you have made him feel disrespected by one of those things is that he gets defensive with you. So the problem is with us women, we don't really think we're doing anything wrong. We're not being disrespectful on purpose. And so I want to help us understand why do these things feel disrespectful to him? And this is the gold right here. This is the key to your husband's heart. Are you ready? Because to a man... What is most important to him is this one question. Am I good enough? That is the question that keeps your husband up at night. And that is the culprit of his defensiveness when you criticize, interrupt, contradict, teach, help, or point out mistakes. Am I good enough? He is always asking that question. Your husband in the innermost fibers of his being, wants to be respected for who he is and what he does. He wants you and the entire world to see him as fully capable. There's a Christian author, Shanti Feldhahn. I highly recommend her books. She did research on this subject and her research 75% of men said they would rather feel unloved than disrespected. Just in case you didn't catch that, 75% of men said they would rather feel unloved than disrespected. Wow. Like as women, we can't fathom that because for us, it is love that we are after. And you saw that in Ephesians 5.33, God tells men to love their wives and he tells women to respect their husbands. Love is what's wired into us. Women, we want to be loved for who we are on the inside. We want to know so deeply if we're lovable. But our husband wants to know that he is respected. And so those are things that happen on the outside, right? The things for respect have it on the outside, things that he accomplishes in life. And so this type of respect comes to men a bit more easily in the workplace than it does at home. And Shanti's research, men told her that they felt respected everywhere but at home. Ugh. This is a whole nother tangent, a conversation that we could have, but we won't. You just get the drift. You get the point there, right? So if we truly want to have connection in our relationship and fewer conflicts, our husbands need to know that we respect their knowledge and their opinions and their decisions. This doesn't mean you always have to agree with them, but it just might mean we need to think about if we're going to say if we agree with them or not. We don't always have to say exactly what we think. That's probably a whole other conversation. But what this means is that we need to Back off of the criticizing, interrupting, contradicting, teaching, helping, or pointing out mistakes. Okay? So I'm thinking like we all know the old joke about men not wanting to stop and ask for directions, right? That's because they think it would make them look stupid. They don't want to look stupid. They want to be respected. So they need to figure it out for themselves so they can be respected. Okay, so I was going to share with you a way that I learned this lesson. This was many moons ago, back when my husband was in the MBA program. And because he was in the MBA program means he had a lot of studying to do, plus he was working full time. 
So it was a challenging time. Our kids were little, and I was taking care of them by myself from the first thing in the morning until the last thing when they went to bed. Even on the weekends when my husband was home, he was studying. So I was still taking care of the kids. It was exhausting and lonely and and frustrating, even though I knew it was short-lived. So I was trying to cope with it as best I could. So this one Saturday afternoon, I said to my husband, hey, I am going to take the kids out for a while this afternoon so you can study. That's all I said. And I was so proud of me, right? Taking one for the team, I thought I was being helpful. But I got a defensive, negative reaction from him. And I did not understand that. Like, I thought I was being nice by trying to give him time to study without worrying about feeling guilty for not being with us. Like, I thought I was giving him like a golden ticket. But I was wrong. And that is because of this need for respect. Because what I was doing was being helpful, if you will. And my helpful gesture looked like disrespect to him. And what I later learned, much later, is that he felt like I didn't think he was competent to figure out when he would study on his own. And he also thought I was telling him when he could study. So it was like a double whammy. So that's why it made him mad. It made him feel like I didn't think he could figure it out for himself. And in fact, I was trying to tell him when to study. So... I know a lot of us women do things like this, trying to help, you know, and trying to, we are just trying to manage the household. We're right. We're trying to make everything run smoothly. And so how can we handle things without being disrespectful to our husbands? Because it seems like a tall order. There's a long list of things that we should not be doing. So what I could have done is just tell him what I wanted to do over the weekend, like just have a conversation. Hey, let's sit down and talk about the weekend, what the plans are and and what each of us wants to do, right? Like just let everyone say what they want to do. And that would give each of us a chance to express our opinions. And it gives us both the space to say what we want. And then it's more like a teamwork that way, right? Instead of just one person kind of dictating to someone else, even though the person who was accused of being the dictator was really trying to be helpful. Has anyone else been through this? (laughs) I hope I'm not the only one, and I really know that I'm not because 75% of men have this problem. So that that would be the solution to that situation. So instead of saying, hey, you can study during this time, I'll take the kids out, I'll take one for the team, um, that would would have been better to say, hey, let's sit down and, and talk about our calendars and for the weekend. And so we could both be respectful of each other and what each other wanted to do, right? And so that is a thing that we can easily just like flip our words a little bit, right? And just say things a little bit different and know. Um, and it just kind of shows our husband that we're coming from the right intention that we know we are coming from. And so I wanted to share another story with you, a client of mine recently shared with me how she wanted her husband to come with because she was going downtown Chicago for the day with her kids and another family. So it was like two families going downtown to have fun. And her husband said that he had too much work to do. And so he didn't think he had time for that. And her response was something like, are you sure you can't come and get your work done another time? And then she was like frustrated. Like she really thought he would just go along with this. And so Guess what happened? 
her husband gave her a defensive response because he felt disrespected. Now, all she was trying to do was to ask for him to reconsider his choice and to hear her side of it. You know, she just wanted to tell him how much she wanted him to come along and tell him that she wanted to have fun with him. And so her intentions were good and loving and great. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's going to be a great fun time downtown. But he didn't see her response that way. He felt like she was questioning his judgment about his work and his schedule and what he could and couldn't accomplish. And that hurt his feelings. And I think for us women, it's just a little bit hard to wrap our head around that until we really think about it that way. Because it might not, it might not upset us as much. Because for us, it's not such a, a deep need for that type of respect. Yes, we want respect. Absolutely, 100%. But it's not so, like, this type of respect is just not so deeply ingrained in us as it is in them. So what could my client have done instead of saying what she said? She could have just respected his judgment by saying something like, Okay, I understand. We are totally going to miss you, but thank you so much for working hard for our family. And kind of leave it at that. You know what I mean? So like she's accepting what he is saying and even appreciating him, right? Like she's affirming him and appreciating him on top of it. So that's really good stuff. And here's what I want to tell you. When we start responding like that more often... Our husbands, in my experience and my clients, they tend to come along more often because when we when we make them feel disrespected, it makes them push away from us, right? It like makes them push back. It makes them defensive. And even though they don't really want to be and they love us and they do want to have fun, it just, that just like, it's like fingernails on a chalkboard for them or something like they just push away. And so when when they feel that from us, then they like push away. But when we can acknowledge them and affirm them and appreciate them, you know, maybe sometimes they will still say, I really can't come. But other times they might say, you know what, let me see if I can, you know, do something and work it out. You'll be surprised how it it can actually change their response back to you. It's really amazing and feels like magic when it's happening. And it's so good because it's a healthy response for you and it's healthy for him, right? It's honoring you. You're still saying what you want. You're just saying it differently so that it doesn't offend him, right? And so I know that this can seem a little bit hard or maybe like we're walking on eggshells, but once you get it figured out, like seriously, it's easy. And, and it's so much better. It's less stressful, I swear to you. And so just keeping in mind, I think it might be easier for us to understand like criticism, interruptions, and contradictions. Like, right, like none of us want to be criticized, interrupted, or contradicted. And so we can kind of keep those three things in mind there that we need to back off of those. But then also um, thinking about why they are so upset like just remembering their magnitude of hurt over those things is more than what our magnitude of hurt would likely be over those things and so the other component the other few things that i mentioned in there were trying to teach them or help them or point out a mistake like when we do those to a man it's like very hurtful because it's telling them that we don't think they're smart enough to figure it out 
And so we really want to be careful not to send that message because we don't believe that. We are literally just trying to be helpful, but they don't hear it that way. And when you can understand that, you can approach things differently. And sometimes it means just honestly letting them fail if that's what it means. That's how we all learn, right? And so here's why I'm sharing all of this with you. Because I want you and I think you want to have more connection in your marriage and less conflict. And I'm hoping that by sharing this very valuable knowledge with you, that it will empower you and inspire you to be the one to put into action what you are learning. Because here's what happens. Here's what happens. Here's, this is a cycle. You accidentally say or do something that makes your husband feel disrespected. Then your husband reacts defensively. And now you think he is being disrespectful to you. And so you say or do something else that makes him feel disrespected again. And around and around this cycle goes. Now, this is a really important point because I have so many women that come to me who say, my husband is disrespectful to me. And the reason is because all they're seeing is their own perspective. And they don't realize that their husband's disrespect is most of the time instigated by something that the wife has said or done to make the husband feel disrespected. Does that make sense? Like they're just, they're not realizing the initial error, if you will, that they made, the initial disrespectful thing they said or did that caused the disrespect from their husband. They truly don't think that they were being disrespectful and I hold that true for all of us. We're not doing it on purpose. We just don't know. Nobody told us. But I'm telling you now. I'm telling you now because I want you to be inspired. I want you to write those things down so that you can have your little list of things to avoid doing that are going to create more connection in your marriage and less conflict. I guarantee it will work. And it is, like I said, so freeing and so fun when it does. If you will do this, you will absolutely improve your marriage. And so I know this is all easier said than done, and it really helps to have someone help you and like dissect the situations with you so that you can see what was going on. And I would love to help you with that. So if you'd like to know more about how coaching can help you in your relationship, reach out to me for a complimentary discovery call. We'll take a look at where you are in your relationship, where you want to be, and what you think is holding you back. And then we'll come up with a plan. Also, remember, I have created that free ultimate guide to guilt-free self-care for you to feel like your best self every day. It's on my website, tinaheisman.com. And don't forget to join the Proverbs 31 by Design community on Facebook. All right. I know this was fast and furious. I hope it was helpful. I was just so excited to share this with you. I hope you all have an amazing day. I'll see you next week.